Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My God, it's enormous. I mean, everybody knows James Bond. Everyone's seen the films. It is a little bit like a plague of locusts. It's crazy with the noise that's created by it. Most of us know James Bond as the dashing British agent 007. But the real James Bond was a man from Philadelphia. Just how did Ian Fleming's 007 get his name? I've started it music. Do you know why we're making this film? Um, because you want to know what it's like to be a James Bond. My name is Bond. 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 James Bond. Det är mitt liv. Allting som har med James Bond. You can't be an introvert and be a James Bond. It's impossible. Imagine being told the same joke every day for a couple decades. The name is Bond. James Bond. And he's like, you're right, and I'm Donald Duck. Get on the ground, get on the ground. His name, in this case, is going to haunt him. A name is something that identifies you. All it does is pinpoint where you are. He told me that he would kill me. I used that form of searching after my father, as I understood it. All units, we have a location on a homicide suspect. Name, Bond. James. If I was a real James Bond, I would never got caught because James Bond killed plenty of people and he's still out there. So if he kills somebody, hey, okay, well that's James Bond, that's the white James Bond. But the black James Bond, oh, he's doing. It has been both a blessing and a curse. He just admitted that he took it, just lifted it, stole it. There's a lot of James Bonds, right? So I can never get that email address. So my email address is the.other.james.bond. 
on the other one. Welcome everybody to the Really 007 oh. podcast for this look at the award-winning documentary, The Other Fellow. And uh, yes, they, they beat us to it in the Bond Community Awards, the Golden Bullet Awards. And unfortunately, we lost out. But, you know, ours took about five minutes on an iMovie and uh, Matthew's took about 10 years. So fair enough. <laughs> you guys won a Golden Bullet for best podcast or something, didn't you? Yeah, we did best podcast episode for our interview with Charlie Higston. So, yeah. can, can, can I ask you say, have you actually received your golden bullet? Uh, we haven't, but to be fair, it was in America, and I'm sure the shipping costs are large. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've been watching the video, and, and I, I have a suspicion that there may actually only be one trophy. Because ah, if, right. If, if you look at it, at the start of each one, they like hand the trophy to the winner, and then it disappears. And then something kind of goes on by on the screen, yeah. and then that <laughs> trophy appears over here. And then Zaritsky won like four of them. But yeah. in photo yeah. afterwards, he's only holding one <laughs> award. And say so it's a bit of a conspiracy theory, but I think there may be only one yes golden bullet out there. That's the magic of cinema, isn't it? I think you've the magic of cinema. Yes. Anyway, this is this is Matthew Bauer. Anyway, the the creator, the director, the producer. The visionary behind the other fellow documentary. So welcome, welcome, Matthew. Thank you. Very nice to be here. Um, yeah, we're we're out in the UK on streaming today, so it's fun fun doing some of this and kind of meeting some of you, the, some of the fans. Yeah, I am. I'm actually in Australia right now. Oh, yes. you are right. So you are Australia. Yeah. On with <laughs> Australia and the bloody North Pole Arctic Circle here today. We'll have to introduce our second guest and. I mean, he'll get this all the time, but unlike some of the people on the documentary, he'll love this. His name is Bond, James Bond. So welcome. Welcome, James. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice to be here with you guys here today. In uh, Nybro, Sweden today, we have in north of Sweden, minus 45 degrees. Minus in, 45? Yeah, in North Pole, you know, in Jokasjava, you know, the ice hotel are there. Yeah, minus 45 degrees and it's a lot of snow and it's so windy. So, yeah, it's like uh, northern Poland or Antarctic. Yeah, it's very cold. A bit like the beginning of A View to a Kill. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in your own museum, I can see there as well, James. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, we have not so cold here in Ibu, about five minus degrees. So it's better here in south of Sweden, of course. Yes, well, I was actually in Stockholm uh, in the summer and it was lovely. But that, yeah. there was no snow then. I'd love to see the snow in Sweden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have snow sometimes in the UK? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not as much, unfortunately. We didn't have a white Christmas. But no. uh, yes, we, we have we have our range of weather. We, we're just not very good at coping with it, unlike Sweden and most of Europe. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, it's good uh, to have yeah. you, you here, guys. So <laughs> great. Yeah. So Matthew, of course, has created this documentary, The Other Fellow. Now, that, of course, is a reference Bond fans will know to the George Lazenby line in On a Majesty's Secret Service. This never happened to the other fellow. Matthew, what was your inspiration? And I suppose you start something and then it snowballs, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, so the film is about real men around the world who are named James Bond um, and what it's like for them to, you know, live in the shadow of, you know, the, the other James Bond. Um, and obviously when I had the idea for the film, that line immediately just sung out as as the title for the film because obviously it's Connery referring sorry Lazenby referring to Connery 
you know what I mean? The 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 far more famous James Bond that that than he is. Um and so it made sense, you know, you know, to use that line. Um, and so, you know, to me in the film, the the other fellow to me is James Bond 007, you know, and we've got all of these real men around the world, and there's this other fellow out there who sort of haunts their lives, I guess. Um, in, in the case of your guest today, he's the one counterbalance of the film who's actually the James Bond who absolutely loves the name and the association. Whereas, you know, I mean, you've seen the film now. Um, you know, for most of the others, it, it's it's not something they like. No, that's absolutely right. And it starts actually, doesn't it, explaining the origins of the name. When I started to write these books in 1952, I wanted to find a name which wouldn't have any of the romantic overtones like Peregrine Carruthers or whatever it might be. I wanted a really flat, quiet name. And one of my Bibles out here is uh, James Bond's Birds of the West Indies, which is a very famous uh, ornithological book indeed. And I thought, well, now, James Bond, now that's a pretty quiet name. And so I simply stole it and used it. That's had pros and cons for everybody else, but I guess when he named the character, he did not know how successful it would be. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I, I think it's got a lot to do with like, the longevity of Bond as well. I mean, Fleming... You'll see in the, in the film, we have the kind of original interview with Ian Fleming where he talks about it. Um, and he does talk about it more, but we could only afford to buy so much of that interview. But he goes on to say that at the time, heroes were called things like Peregrine Carruthers or Bulldog Drummond. Yeah. And he wanted instead a really flat, quiet name. And when you think about it, I think that actually has more to do with the longevity of James Bond than anything else. I can't imagine if he had have called James Bond Peregrine Carruthers, if it would last, whereas James Bond is a name which hasn't dated. Yeah. Um, and so I think in some ways it was kind of fortuitous. And also, though, of course, because he chose this very ordinary name, unfortunately for the thousands of men around the world who also, sh I'm sure there weren't too many Peregrine Carruthers out there. Yeah. Um, and this film obviously explores the fallout of that. I mean, I won't spoil it, but it also goes into details about the actual James Bond from the West Indies, who he got the name off, and the sort of reconciliation they had, which I thought was a very... Well, it reflected very well both on him and Ian Fleming, I thought. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm okay to go into it a bit. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. it's it's not normally. I think most of us, especially Bond fans, are familiar with the fact that Fleming took the name from the Birds of the West Indies book, um, and I kind of thought the story ended there. But then when we started looking into it, it turns out actually a lot happened to that original James Bond to the point where he actually went to Goldeneye. To, to meet Ian Fleming. And basically his wife actually wrote a book about this called How 007 Got His Name. And on the press tour for that book in 1965, she was interviewed by the BBC World Service. Um, and so we eventually found that original interview with her. And even though it was only five minutes, she was telling the exact story of all the questions I would have asked and, you know, how they found out about the name and what it was like for them when, you know, they started getting weird phone calls um, and that kind of thing. It, it was cut out of the film because we couldn't have a place for it, but something she said she quite liked because they were getting all these prank phone calls, right? And eventually she started telling people that, you know, when they call asking for James Bond, she'd say, oh, this is pussy galore and he's busy now. Um, and so <laughs> she started having some fun with it. But yeah, so she, they eventually went to Goldeneye to meet Fleming and it happened just a few months before he died and they managed to catch it on film. 
Um, and we eventually managed to track that film down um, and kind of piece together their original story. And so I think kind of in there, there is a part of like actual real James Bond history that I think most people know or have never seen before. And it's a good connection with you, James, because Ian Fleming has a massive place in your life. And that was very moving. Sort of t tell us about how you came to have the name. That was amazing. Yeah, actually, I, I wrote a book about my life. You see oh, this? Yeah. Half Ian Fleming and half my dad, uh, the faces of this. That's wonderful, yeah. Yeah, you, so... Uh, yeah, just tell us a bit about your your background and you, your dad, yeah. Yeah, my dad was uh, born in Germany in 1911, uh, outside Nuremberg. And he was serving during World War II for uh, Germany in the Navy from 1939 to 1945. After that, he swimming, uh, escaped to Sweden, actually 1945, before end of the World War II in the beginning of March. So he actually swimming over a Resun channel between Denmark and Sweden for over eight hours. And I don't know actually how he can survive because it was cold outside and it was so much he had struggled with his problem in the cold water and, and and anyway he came to hospital in Helsingborg for one week and he after that 1945 he, he came to this area in Sweden Nibro and he actually get married to another girl first 1945 31st of December and uh, before he met my mother and they was married 1950 so uh, 1957, I was born, uh, and uh, 59 went my father back to his parents in Germany, and uh, after that we never seen him. He he disappeared, and Interpol searched for my dad for 10 years before he was declared dead in 1969. So during this period, when I go to school uh, with other guys, they told. After school, we're going to play soccer with my dad. You, you, you do that with your dad. We're going to fishing. We do a lot of stuff with your dad. But I didn't have any dad. So sat down the library in Nibro and saw some books upon Fleming. And I read about his story. And maybe, maybe this is what my dad had his story experienced during his life, you know, in World War II. So I saw uh, like a father's figure for, for, for me in this character that Fleming were. So yeah, it's a very complicated and long story. And I mean, yeah, it's running for 1911, my dad was born, so 113 years actually, so yeah. yeah. It's done really well in the documentary, um, Matthew, because you do, well, flashbacks essentially, reconstructions of James's story. Yeah, yeah, we had we, we tried a lot of those things with photos at first, but we kind of realized, especially with his father's story, it kind of let us have a very kind of Fleming-esque World War II sort of sequence. Um, and, you know, a bit of a funny story. I mean, you'll see James has got the James Bond Museum there. So James actually came to England to buy the hovercraft from Die Another Day. And, and I'm sure he'll show you at some point here. He has the hovercraft from <laughs> Die Another Day. And I went along to film that. And we were buying it from this old, it's called the, the, the Hovercraft Museum here in the UK. And it's an old, um, like, British naval station with all the old World War II, you know, stuff around. And I ended up saying to them, hey, we've actually got this other sequence we want to film for this movie. Could I film it here? And so they let us then film at the old Hovercraft Museum. And you'll see there's a scene, for instance, on a train that's a flashback of his dad on the train going back to Germany. That's actually on 
the hovercraft from Diamonds of Forever, like the big one that Connery rides on, which oh. is now at the hovercraft museum. And we went, we can use that to look like a train. Um, anyway, a, lo a lot of those kind of fit. We didn't tell them we were turning it into a Nazi airbase after the owners <laughs> of the museum went home. We got all the short stickers out. But anyway, yes. But yeah, that's how things tend to go with Mr. Bond here. Kind of one thing <laughs> just sort of, sort of leads to another. So tell us, um, James, when exactly did you decide, right, I'm going to change my name to James Bond? I around um, 2006, I think. Because 2007, it became like 07, you know, it ended with that. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, wh why not? Because it happened every thousand years, only once. So I, I just sent a message to the Swedish tax board and, and asked them if I could add the, or change name to Bond, James Bond in that order. So they approved 2007 and gave me information. I had a call from this lady who worked with this. And she told me, you don't have, you cannot change your name uh, more and this time otherwise you have to go to the another position in sweden to change name or change you know like that so yeah it, it was complicated and she was very but can you say angry you can change once but not twice so <laughs> a funny phone call from her and i should know her uh, meet her uh, because i want to know why she was angry for that change my the, name the, the swedes don't really have a lot of time for you know what I mean? Someone changing their name to James Bond. It's not the kind of thing the Swedish yeah. find, find very funny. I think I find it really funny, but in Sweden, they're very different, aren't they, James? Like, they're not into this sort of thing. No, in not that mood. No, no. It's more like, you know, if it's cold in winter, you should stay at home. You, you should not do anything opposite or something that ignore uh, people that be angry about something you know uh, of uh, changing uh, change your car uh, change your house no nothing you can do nothing just stay alive and do only ordinary thing nothing else you know that's that's Swedish people here your life is not ordinary at all never mind your background and how you were born and all that and your upbringing but your life now as James Bond it's changed forever hasn't it it's you are basically living the life of James Bond 007. Yes, yes, uh, it became like red line in my in my life with, with all this reference to 07, Aston Martin, Martinez, Champagne, Fleming, uh, Golden Eye, my house in Kalmar, and mentioned that after Fleming's house in Jamaica, Golden Eye. So I tried to find possible so much that reminds me of his life and legacy of Fleming and my dad, you know, of course, because he was born in Germany. So my half heart belongs to Germany and the rest of Sweden. And then came also, of course, Fleming in my life. So, yeah, it's a mix of everything. Yeah. And I mean, there is a lot in a name. And in the documentary, you'll see lots of people are fed up with people going up to them. Oh. Is that your real name? Making fun of them. <laughs> but you you embrace it. You you absolutely love it. You you're walking around in a tuxedo most of the time, James. <laughs> you're ordering pizzas with 007 on, and it's what a life it must be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have as you can see different license plates for my cars. Yeah. Fleming. Yeah, Fleming. Brilliant. <laughs> and GB007. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's so many things that I I think it's making me whole like a person also when you do like that. Uh, and uh, 
uh, as we said, the other guys have like a curse to have the name. And I, I think for my sake, it, it's like, yeah, it, it's it's coming closer to my dad and, and even Fleming because we were actually in Sevenhampton on Ian Fleming's grave, Matt and we, to record some of the sequence there, as you saw in the film. So, yeah, that was very emotional for me. And it was very nice to see the story and it, the end of the story for Fleming and his life, actually. With Anne and Casper also, of course. Fantastic, yeah. And I mean, in terms of the name James Bond, you, you hear the debates now that we don't have a Bond at the moment. Oh, the who will the next James Bond be? And people say, well, he, he, he can't be black, he can't be gay. And we've got, we've got absolutely all sorts of James Bonds on this, haven't we, Matthew? Which just shows James Bond can be, yeah. can be anyone, which is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, we kind of wanted to reflect that a bit in the yeah. film. We did want to kind of go with this cult, you know, whenever the new Bond's coming out, it's always like, oh, can they be black? Can they be yeah. gay? Can it be a woman? Not to give away too yeah. many spoilers, but can, you know, can James Bond be this? And what, what can James Bond be? And what can't James Bond be? And like, frankly, I think it's nonsense flame wars between Guardian readers and Daily Mail readers. Yeah, and absolutely. And, I mean, I mean. The producers of the Bond films have never said Idris Elba is going to be the next James Bond. Idris Elba has never said he's going to be the next James Bond. It's, it, it, it's, it's, the, but the, the culture likes to have these arguments about this. Um, and yes, so we wanted to have, you know, black James Bonds, gay James Bonds. And I think especially in the film, it's interesting to see what, what it's like for those guys. Um, because in some ways they have a greater contrast between them and James Bond. But it also gives them an easier out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of able to be like, I'm I'm gay. I'm not I'm not like James Bond. I'm gay. I'm not like James Bond. I'm black. The the guy who found it the hardest was actually the straight white 40-year-old male in London who you see yeah. in the snow. Yeah. And he changed his name to something else because you can imagine growing up in London with this name and constantly being like, you know, like, oh, oh, you know, do you do you sleep with as many women as 007, yeah. you know, and all this sort of thing. He, he couldn't stand it anymore and changed it. Um, so, yeah, we wanted a very diverse cast. and But what happened was, in the end, we had so many people that kind of hated it. The film was getting very negative, and we wanted a counterbalance. And when we discovered James, it, we actually discovered him because, as I said, James is a slightly controversial figure in, in Sweden because what he does goes very against the grain of, of yeah. Swedish culture. And I think James, especially with his upbringing on Fleming and stuff, is a much more kind of sort of internationally minded person than the people who live where he lives there. And I actually got an, a message from somebody who said, I've heard about your film and I'm really happy that the Swedish James Bond isn't in the movie. And I'd never heard of the Swedish James Bond at this point and Googled Swedish James Bond and was like, <laughs> oh, my God, who's this guy? And at first, he was what we were trying to avoid having in the film because we didn't really want lookalikes and that kind of thing. But in James, we found somebody who had actually gone so far to the other side. I mean, I always say a lot of what he does seems a bit kind of crazy at, at, at first, you know, and, you know, you know, replacing his father with James Bond and, you know, buying all of his cars and having this giant museum and everything. But he's actually gone so far with it that it starts to make sense yeah. again. You know what I mean? And he says in the film that, you know, when you're James Bond, you get to do all these things that other people don't get a chance to do. And James has led a far more interesting life as James Bond than he would have if he wasn't James Bond, you know, and it kind of 
I, I think it's kind of genius personally like it's it, it's been a really cool kind of life for him you know and especially you know even just doing this film recently and all the kind of stuff involved with that yeah i i think he has been a lot happier as james bond than gunar schaefer you know his his previous identity um yeah and on the flip side our london james bond he's been much happier as james yeah. hart than he was as james bond you know so each to their own Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Because it is an emotional journey for each James Bond on the the other fellow. You get some people who yeah. you start, it's all a bit jokey, but then, no, it does get a bit depressing. And then others, yeah. the opposite. And I do, I do think it was so well balanced how you had both sides, you had both emotion, emotions. Very funny as well. Lots of funny moments. Yeah. But that I mean, emotion... We obviously the, deliberately... We obviously yeah. deliberately characters who had some some kind of dramatic twist in their story you had thousands of people called james bond who came forward or hundreds yeah, anyway. I've, I've probably spoke with something in the low hundreds you know what i mean um and, and actually probably skyped with about a hundred or so wow. um, but I, I have a lot of obviously james bond facebook friends um and that yeah. kind of very <laughs> our social media or whatever there's often a lot of james bonds commenting who who aren't in the film yeah but obviously I, I spoke with a lot of guys who were great but there was nothing there wasn't that extra thing in their story and at the start of the film they all kind of just seem like ordinary men named james bond and of course by the end a lot of them are on the run from the police or from stalkers or or, or what have you and a lot of them not to give away spoilers but a lot of them are actually connected yeah in ways yeah. don't realize at the start of the film you only saw this yesterday didn't not to take yeah, 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 yeah. What, what did you not i'm not trying to extract a good review out of you but what, what did you think when you saw it for the first time oh i'll be honest because i in that we came out of course was it october time or was it before it's before it came out of the cinemas in in may oh so yeah so it's a long long <laughs> time ago and i know that a few bond fans there was a like a premiere in new york was that right yeah we had one in, in new york one in london yeah yeah and that was the one with David Zaritsky, was it? Yeah, he he did the kind of New York thing for yeah. us, yeah. Yeah, and and I just looked at then, I thought, I don't really, I couldn't understand quite the concepts of it. Until you see it, you just, there's no real way of sort of getting getting into it. As in, people call James Bond, well, that's just their name. Until you actually see the stories and see the people, only then will you get it. So since I've seen it, yeah. I've just been telling everybody, please watch this. You've got to watch it. It's absolutely brilliant. No, it is. It's magnificent. Yeah. The fact that it's it 
took a life of its own it's taken 10 years makes it even better yeah. because the stories develop people's lives drastically change within that time i'm thinking particularly of james bond jr <laughs> in america yeah. another incredible story amazing yeah no he was cool I, I mean for me it was about you know i'm a bond fan but also a documentary and cinema yeah. fan and i kind of saw it and it is often hard to get it across but for me it's almost this slightly like science fiction existence these guys are living in it kind of in real people literally living within the kind of digital noise of yeah. this bond phenomena um that we kind of always talk about and I mean, that's what i always kind of found interesting and it's like I, I don't know if you know what i mean but these characters in the world in the film it's this kind of weird space that these guys live in that we explore no it's absolutely fantastic matthew and in fact i was going to go to some i mean some of the reviews obviously you won that that award but you've won other awards haven't you in other um, Aside from the Golden Ball yeah, Award, yeah, yeah. We, we, we've been long-listed for like the British Independent Film Awards. I don't want to say the Golden Bullets aren't yeah. serious; they are in the Bond community. But yes, we, we've won some cinema yes. <laughs> awards and <laughs> film that sort of thing. Yeah, and one of them I saw that you you were at festival with Mark Kermode, who we love. That must have been great meeting him. That was amazing. Yeah, that was. It's called the Shetland uh, Screenplay yeah, Festival. Yeah, amazing. Shetland Islands and yeah Mark had seen the film um and gave it a reasonably good review on his sort of podcast and then he he curates that festival and and then we he invited us to come up um there and screen the film um yeah and, and it, it played really well and yeah his his support for the film has been like kind of kind of incredible I've been a fan of his for many years and it was the most surreal experience in, in a very long time. Just listening, you know, when you've been listening to him for years, there's something yeah. he's reviewed in film. It, it, it was cool. It was cool. I just wanted to give James and you guys yeah. all this to have a good look around because I know he's going to yeah. have a lot of cars and hovercrafts to show you. So, so come I, look, I, James, this could take hours and hours, but let's just have a brief, brief tour we're of your. We're going to do a ten-minute tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can go for a little tour here, but. Uh, yes, you can scratch on the just on the surface because it's so much stuff around here. It's impossible to see everything, but I can show you a little. Here is the room with the autograph and some clothes oh. from the ladies. Of course, a the lot of the Bollinger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when <laughs> people come in, can they like? Could they buy a Bollinger there or all these? Yes. They could? Yes, of course. Yeah, we can have a shaken, not stirred, dry martini. Brilliant. Bar. Yeah, yeah. Anything, yeah. you know. And here you can have like an interactive room that people can play some Nintendo Golden i64. Then we have Xbox here. I think it's very important to get all the family, kids and women and women and yeah. and, and, and and older people, you know, and, and young people and everybody should do something here. In like we with the Golden Eye, of course, and GameCube. You have GameCube oh, yeah. also. Nightfire. I, uh, yeah, exactly. So many recognize themselves when they come here. And here you can also play Blackjack. Oh, wow. Uh, Brilliant. So do you know how to play all these games? Yeah. And of, you know of course. Games, yeah, yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, you're James Bond, aren't you? So. <laughs> it's like, like a casino when you the, the, the Bond meet the girl and the bad guy in the beginning of the movies, you know. Yeah. And here you also do, you can do the same. And you can also teach people to play like roulette. And kids and everybody you know so uh, they can try by themselves and they don't lose any money 
Yeah, that's the best of all. <laughs> here we have also television everywhere in the room uh, that explains a little of the story behind this. Here you have a couple from Brussels visit me last year, and yeah, they took a plane from Brussels to Nuremberg Airport, and and then we rent a limousine and they we took them here to the museum and then back again. So I mean, it's always like you can do like that also when you come to Sweden. Yeah. From uh, Copenhagen or, uh, yeah, to land in from Stockholm and so on and so on. In Italia's amazing bikini. Wow. Yeah, this is Isabella. La Perla yeah. was the name of the manufacturer. The one that she wears in the film. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that. yeah so we have this on uh, people to see, uh, of course. And I have that in London also when we were on ITV there, if you remember, Matt. Yeah, you were on this morning, yes. weren't you? I saw that. Yes. yes, James Bond was one of Phil and Holly's final guests. Uh, yeah, yeah. A clip that is aged like milk, as they say. For the picture. We finally were on, on the show, and now every time we post it, we get some very interesting comments. Yeah. Anyway. You weren't, the difference here was that you weren't actually born with the name James Bond. You decided to change your name. You've taken it to extremes. Yeah, um, I mean, 2007, I changed the name legally in Sweden. Find something that reminds me of the, the figure and the name and the character of Fleming. Yeah, and that belongs to this Cold War. And this is very much a, a lifestyle for you, isn't it? This is the way you live your life. I mean, you, you visited lots of locations. You've worked with lots of Bond brands. Also, you've got the cars, the, the museum. Just explain that for us. Yeah, I mean, it's I started to collect 1965 after Goldfinger with John Connery. And it's still going on because it's, it's also like a red, red line in my life to find so much about my dad and like that. So I, meanwhile, I tried to also find information about what happened to Fleming in his life and too much to collect things from the different Bond movies. And, and I've been this for nearly 16 years now to collect. So Aston Martin, Gondola from Venice, Hovercraft, whatever it is, books from Fleming, everything that's... I running for 20 years now in, in a small town in Nibra in Sweden, actually. Amazing. Well, you, you, you brought in um, your um, in, Nibro sort of brochure here of all the various bits and pieces that, uh, that, that you've yeah. got. Yeah. Um, and you brought a couple in. What, yeah. what, did, what, did, you, what did you bring here? What's the, what's the, the here we have, ensemble? Yeah, here we have Isabella Scruppa's bikini from Golden Eye, 1995, that she gave away for a charity in Sweden, so I bought in Stockholm for 10 years now. Uh, and that also like I, I also would like to do help people you know have, struggling with problems and meanwhile I can tell my story for people who have missing their fathers or mothers mm. or dis dis that disappear around them when they grew up when you don't have any father or mother when you grow up it's it's hard to to understand the life mm -hmm. how should you struggle these things yeah. with all that that belongs to, to, to this so I, I know the museum like the back of my hands. I've spent about two weeks here. So I think we want to get to the big hangar with all of the big things. Oh, right. But I also know the Wi-Fi starts to drop out. So we'll yeah, see okay. what, what happens. Yeah, just to mention a little library actually from Ian Fleming here also. Yeah. So yeah. people can take some books and read them from the beginning here. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, of course here is Fleming. This is vast. And now we go for a tour. We, so I think we just lose. So beyond this door is is the Moonraker gondola, the Aston Martin, the the plane from Goldeneye, the the hovercraft from Die Another Day. However, it's also where the Wi-Fi. Oh, oh there we go. We've got a bit yes. of it. This is That's where the Wi-Fi drops out. I'm noticing. Yeah. 
Well, you can see you can see that's from Fure Eyes Only. The, the Fure Eyes Only, well Lotus. done, the Fure Eyes Only Lotus. And then the that? Golden Eye Cessna is behind it. And I think you can just see the Aston Martin on the left. Oh, yeah. And that, is that the one from, is it the Dine of the Day or the Casino Royale one? I can't quite. I think it's the Dine of the Day. Yeah. I mean, what's funny with James doesn't quite come through in the film, but James actually loves Dine of the Day because obviously it's set in a very similar place to him yeah so he does have a specific thing for die another day and if you're a die another day fan he's got the you know like the snowmobiles from die another day and the cars from that oh well. wow. here we you go oh, just the gondola oh, we have the tuk-tuk from octopussy there's the gondola there, yeah long tail boat from thailand bangkok oh really from the man yeah, this... the man with yeah. Long gun. oh so man. this is this is the actual one that was taken back to Sweden 1977 again. <laughs> so this is crazy. Yeah. And this, this little plane here, what can you tell us about that? Uh, a Cessna plane, they have uh, similar, not the same uh, as they have a license to kill and gold and I, but oh, this I is was, uh, yeah. the one which yeah. flies. Yeah. So this is one of the actually found one here in uh, Sweden that one old guy should sell it because he was retired and I bought it. This is 1969 oh. uh, and this is engine is Royce Royce actually. And now we go for a <laughs> motorcycle and uh, we have also Whoa. like a snowmobile. Oh, tomorrow never dies. Yes, that's right. This? And snowmobile oh. is from Die Another Day. Oh, well, yeah, we were just saying with Matthew that we love Die Another Day. Because it is fantastical. Yeah. And... Pierce, Pierce Brosnan is James's favorite James Bond. Oh, right. So Brilliant. Oh, there's, there's real yeah. Brosnan era thing yeah. going on. That's, that's interesting because usually the pe the fans of Brosnan are sort of, I, I don't know, yeah, our age or younger. So that's really refreshing. It's fantastic. This is the school buy from Life is to Kill. Oh, my word. I bought it in this... London. Matt, Matthew, you can tell about when you took, uh, they came with, uh, yes. you took I, it actually. I, I, I... I've become the London shipping station yeah. for the James. <laughs> so James buys stuff on eBay and sends it to my house. So I had the screenshots <laughs> from license to kill in my house for a year. That's our um, favorite one. So this is amazing. That's and now done. we came to the hovercraft. Oh, there we go. Oh, here we go. Dine of the day. Look at that. I, yes. That's a fantastic scene, that. That's an amazing in the pre-title well, sequence. It's, it's worth observing as well. Some of the things in the museum are just, you know, the same model cars yeah. in the film. But this is the actual hovercraft here. Oh, look at that. That's so good. I like how you put the Die Another Day standee in the hovercraft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how you get these things to the Swedish countryside is beyond me. But this is amazing. Oh, yeah. And you have all the diamonds, the suitcase. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The... This is Samsonite. In... Yeah, when he's in disguise. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this was the Diamonds of Forever when Peter Franks go to uh, from France to uh, England, UK, yeah, yeah. With, with one of the hood from the engine of the Princess Margaret, I think it was. Oh, the... yes, the hovercraft. Yeah. yeah hovercraft exactly. Room. <laughs> so here also like Warwick Jacobs, he was there. He worked with this and he had this uh, in his position. This is he ran uh, this uh, hovercraft museum. I'm so sorry, but we, we are running out of time. This is this is awful. Yeah, we have a Goldfinger-style ticking clock countdown about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not crazy. We, we, but we but you like, actually got through the whole museum tour. I didn't think you would, yeah. but that's quite an express tour. That's very good. And there's so many yeah. things in the background that we, you know, you can just about see. It's so obviously the Spectre, the school outfit. We saw that. We saw lots of the yep. Bond women outfits. This is a poster. Oh, well. Yes, uh, the old posters from the old Bond movies from the beginning. Oh, these are wonderful. I've got to say, yeah, guys, they are very good. Before we go, thank you so much for joining us. And the main, the main thing to say, Matthew, is that the other fellow is now on ITVX, so it's free for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd say anyone in the UK now, um, internationally in the US, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, but otherwise, if you go to theotherfellow.com, all the kind of links are there. But yes, from today, it's out in the UK. Um, and I will give James a plug if anyone ever wants to visit the James Bond Museum. It is in Nebro, Sweden, which is about your best thing is to fly to Copenhagen and get a 90 minute train. If you're a Bond fan, it is it's a star. I mean, you're only you're only seeing the kind of large things here. You'll see every shelf has a thousand things on it. And if you are a Bond fan, um, yeah, it's it's quite special. And I think, James, you started having people showing up who've seen the film now, right? Didn't you have one recently? Yes, yes, we have actually from Australia. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was here in Stockholm and he visited uh, in the summer. So that last, I think, yeah, last year we, we when we record uh, the premiere in uh, after New Zealand, you came to Australia is... and he had seen that and he had his visit here to Nibra actually and he was amazing. He liked that. He's, <laughs> otherwise, he shouldn't, shouldn't come. So, yeah. It was cool to see him. Goodness me. So in terms of the museum, when did you first have the idea for that? Uh, actually, I started collect when I was eight years old, 1965. I bought like a, a small Aston Martin, you know, everybody bought an Aston Martin DB5 with, with jet to seat and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it slowly, you know, <laughs> I thought maybe in the future I should have something to, to buy more stuff like that. And I think when I saw Goldeneye in 1995, I should uh, travel around the world to see a different, you know, Bond museum, different uh, exhibition or like that. Uh, but I was very surprised I didn't find anyone. Nope. They have nope. like uh, on War Museum, Imperial Museum, they have like a small exhibition and, uh, and uh, on like uh, stores in London, they have exhibition for that kind of film. So I thought I could start by myself. So I started, I think, 2002, I started actually a small exhibition in, in a, like a guest house or like a restaurant in south of Kalmar. And after that, I took the tier to Nibro. And after that, yeah, 2002, it became like true. So anyone can rock up, knock on your door and then ring the doorbell and you'd be giving them a, a private showing of your museum. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. It's like a dream come true, actually, for me. And I, 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 I don't think every day, I think when I am here in the museum, I think, what is going on? But what, uh, how could I do this? <laughs> I, I don't know, actually, by myself. Just it's running, and you know, it, you have like a celebration of sixty years, celebration of fifty years, forty years. 30 from the Bond movies, it never stops. It's going yeah. on and on and on with different things that they release from Eon or, you know, like Corrigue or like a guitar that I bought recently. Uh, it never stops. It's crazy. And it's your your gift to the world, isn't it? To Bond fans. Yeah, yeah, in a way. And hopefully in the end of this 
I get more information about my, my relatives in Germany or whether they are now. We don't know actually, but maybe they see something about this film and recognize themselves when I heard about the story back in time about what people disappear or something like that. And maybe, ah, we know this guy or we have like a relationship with, with this guy in Ubro. So hopefully we get something in the end of this. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, that was a very moving part of the documentary. And I can only commend you. Matthew, I was looking on Rotten Tomatoes and 93% I think it's on at the moment, which is only below five Bond films. So you're in good company there. <laughs> we are we are, we are in good company. So someone someone in a review the other day said we were the best Bond film since Skyfall, which I Yeah, I, I think comment. that's right, yeah. I won't, I, I won't comment on those things. Yeah, we were at 100% until the bloody Guardian came along. But anyway, um, yes, we're at 93% of Rotten Tomatoes, which I, I, I can't complain. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to have that. And, you know, I was amazed because I was like, you know, I mean, th- this film, it really is a film about men named James Bond, just yeah. to be clear. There's, there's no secret, but there is a bit of a secret behind the film. But it is a film about men named James Bond. And, you know, I, I was like, this could be rejected wholesale. I mean, they, you would think uh, it, there should be some people who go, I think this is the stupidest movie ever made. Why would I ever want to watch this? But the reviews started coming in and people kind of got it and really liked it, yeah. um, which was cool. And I think... You know, a, a lot of it is funny with all the different characters. Everyone has their favorites and and not favorites. Do you know what I mean? There are some, particularly the Americans, love the Swedish James Bonds. You know, what I mean, they're like, oh, he's he's the emotional heart of the film. But then there are some people who are like, why are we spending all this time in Sweden with a man who changed his name to James Bond? Um, and you know, people have you know, you'll see there's the gay American James. Oh Bond yeah, he's brilliant. Does yeah. the app to the casino. And some people love him. They think he's hilarious. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, God, this guy is so negative. When's he going to shut up? Um, I felt so a bit through that part when he had to keep saying the same line over and over again with different states. and Because it, it's become a curse yeah. for him, hasn't it, the name, the catchphrase, really? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been pretty bad for him. But, I mean, what I've learned through this film is that it's kind of about your attitude to adversity. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like some of them in the film, you'll see there's the Texas family in the film. Yeah. They look- have such a wonderful attitude about the name. It's almost this celebration within their family that they're the Bond family. And they have such a good attitude about it. And they're so at peace with it. Whereas, you know, the 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 New York James Bond who hates it so much and spends his life just complaining about it all the time, you know, hasn't found peace with it, you know. And I think there, there, there is a lesson in that that often the problem is actually your attitude to the problem in your head and not the problem itself, if that makes sense. That does. That encapsulates it very much so. You are the most positive James Bond there is. That probably includes the actors there. <laughs> thank you very much for t- taking us an amazing tour. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, guys, and, and nice to talk to you. Yeah, you're right. He's the happiest James Bond in the world. More happy than the last one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see so. you guys. Right. Take care, guys, and we'll see you soon. And we'll we'll yeah, hope you see you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. Bye. You can hear loads of our other episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and our YouTube channel, where we have interviews, special episodes, and reviews of all the Bond films. Simply search "Really 007 Pod," and you should find loads of weird and wonderful content.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.